are listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 214 for November 1st, 2018. This week we talk about pumpkin patches, pizza trucks, stand culture, new jobs, LGBTQ representation in media, and stuff we watch on YouTube. So stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. Oh, I was that bad? No, it was like fine. a sink. I did it like a little jazzier, though. Well, it wasn't like on a rhythm. Go to music school. So. I want two and a two when I want two, three, clap. Mm, I don't know about clap, that. Clap, patty, whack, give a dog a bone, scooby da bop. I can't wait for your jazz album to come out. Oh my God. Young and Jazz Part 2. <laughs> Young and Jazzy Part 9. Young and Jazzy, Coming honey. to a trash can near you. Honey. Honey. How you doing, little baby? I'm good. Happy it's Halloween. After Halloween. I was oh, just yeah. going to say. Yeah. It's after... November 1st. Yay. Uh, oh my God. Oh. It's El Dia de los Muertos. What does that mean? I don't understand. The Day of the Dead. Oh. El Dia. De los muertos. I thought you spoke French. We. Oui. Oh, I see. Amelie. Amelie. We. Uh, does Amelie dress up for <laughs> the Day of the Dead? Uh, she wears like a Zorro costume in the movie, but I don't think it was around Halloween. Mmm. But we don't know for sure. Someone should do some investigating. I mean, I feel sometimes, like when I look in the mirror, that I might be Amelie, so I could give you my personal experience. With I feel it. like that's a psych- psychiatric but... disorder. You should probably talk to your doctor. So I think that she does sometimes dress up because sometimes I dress up. Mm, and I'm see. Amelie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And how does how that make you? you feel, Joseph? Uh, muy bien, <laughs> except in <I> lo- French. We, 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 we. I'm muy. doing good. Um, I, I, I accepted a job offer this week. Yes, hunty is a working girl, honey. Uh, she's, a, she's a working. I'm not like working for a company, but I, I am officially an assistant audio engineer to a real audio engineer local to missoula um and i went through like a month-long application process i did like this whole um test project and wrote like a six-page explanation which was like overkill um but yeah no i was i've been gunning for this job that just like appeared out of nowhere on craigslist local here um where i live and um it's been a long process and he picked me so i don't start really for like a month or so but i'll probably start training in the next couple weeks but yay more money i'm a working girl i actually get to you know do music mixing stuff that i've uh i've always wanted to do and have been kind of working up to my entire life so look at me i it's not just the podcast anymore honey it's it's uh got a big boy job so oh honey a a job on craigslist honey Oh, honey. I took one of those ones, honey. I still can't get the rights to the pictures, honey. Honey. <laughs> go find them on Tumblr, honey. H- honey. 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 Tweets gone honey. wild, honey. Mm-mm. Oh, God. Honey. Disney Horse 1 gone wild. Just look it up. Just <laughs> look it up, honey. Ooh, <laughs> God. I don't know why I always keep referencing Disney Horse 1. I think it's just it's it's always in my brain. It's burned into my retinas for the rest yeah, of eternity. It's a, great, it's a great username. The best username in the world, honey. You don't have that. You 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 have your your secret YouTube channel name, but did you ever register Disney Horse One? No, I don't think so. Well, someone's got to jump I'm on sure. that. I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. Well, I'm very proud of you for that getting that job. And Thank cheers you. to you. And you mm-hmm. know what, honey? You know, you're just uh, a miracle. I know. know. When I can get a job, anyone just, can. Honey, in this economy? In honey. this economy? 
Sam so yeah, I'll keep, I'll keep you guys job. posted. I'm obviously not going to like divulge too many details because like that's unprofessional. Um, but I'm going to keep the two <laughs> jobs separate, obviously. Uh, oh, but yeah, no, yeah. if there's anything like interesting or things that I learned that come up that are relevant to the podcast, I'll make sure to divulge. But yeah, I'm excited and uh, hopefully it's a good job. We'll wait and see. So, well, there you go. She's a working girl. We've both had pretty exciting weeks because I went to a pumpkin patch for the first time in my life. Wait, 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 wait. You've never gone to a pumpkin patch ever? No. And it's not for lack of patches, though. Because in Arkansas, you know, you throw a nickel, you hit a pumpkin patch. You well, know? I, I just imagine you either hit a Republican or you hit a pumpkin patch. Like, those are the only well, things that nickels 50, hit. Well, there's a 50-50. It's mm-hmm. more like a, you know, 25, 75% chance you're more likely to hit the Republican. But, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we just, you know, my family just never took us to one because, you know, you just go to Walmarts to get your pumpkins. I mean, isn't the, I mean, I just imagine that in Arkansas, they have a whole layout, like a pretend pumpkin patch in the Walmart. It's exactly. It's their mm-hmm. metal and plastic pumpkins. God and bless. there are scarecrows that come to life and murder children. It's a very Walmart experience. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what uh, Walmart in the South seems very different than Walmart in the North. It's a beautiful place, magical. But anyway, yeah, Mm -hmm. we, uh, me and Justin, went with the girls and the kids to uh, some orchard farm place in Maryland. So they, you uh, don't know where you went. They just took you hostage. I literally was in the car for about an hour, honey, and I have no idea how I got there. (laughs) Let me tell you. No idea. Yeah, you went through a wormhole, uh, you ended up at a pumpkin patch. It's a very, like, like, I don't remember this shit going on in the South. Like, the Northeast has their shit together for fall and for Halloween. Because I remember in Philly, we would go. Yeah, we would go to, like, corn mazes and shit. And I know there are some places in the South you can do that. I could could think of a few, but I just didn't do them there. Mm -hmm. Um, But all, like, the city folks go to the farm in the Northeast and they have like a fall festival thing set up. They've got like homemade donuts and apple cider and slides and bouncy things and goats for the kids. And I love a good goat. I you know? love petting a good I goat. I love honey. an autumn goat. Honey, there's so, it's so quaint, honey. Living in the city, mm-hmm. honey, I don't see many goats. Well, the thing is, is like city goats are very different compared to country goats, you know? Oh, country honey. goats are more rustic. They're less honey, expensive. Yeah. They that vote city Republican. goat just don't eat your hair like the country goats do. That's know? the thing. The, the, the city goats only eat your non-GMO um, organic hair. Oh, honey, they're vegan. Oh, honey. that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Vegan anywho. So we rode on this tractor in the back of this tractor and they put hay in it and it's called a hay ride. But you oh, don't yeah, say I love hay. a hay ride. It's not a hay ride. It's just a hay ride because it's actual hay in it. Mm, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought I it was going to be like a bunch of drag queens. It's mm, not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they took us to the pumpkin patch and then you like get a wheelbarrow and you pick out as many as you want and then you haul them back on the tractor. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, we picked up pumpkins. Uh, Tegan, he really likes to hug pumpkins. So he hugged the pumpkins. That's how he kind of chose which one he wanted to bring back. The one that was most comfortable to be around. The most, that was most comfortable to be around, honey. Mm-hmm. I don't blame him. You know, some of those pumpkins pretty shifty. Well, yeah. And then, you know, um, sometimes you just need to, you need to pick the pumpkin that you feel most the least anxious around, you know, that's oh, how I sure. think mm-hmm. And then Kai, Kai just turned a year old in September. So this is technically his second uh, Halloween, but like his first one really being like kind of sentient, you know, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. kind of like a, being a real human being. And he was running around. He really liked to eat grass. So he was trying to eat grass. It was well, he blended in with the goats, time. you know, honey, right. We had, we accidentally took a goat home, you know, we mm-hmm. had to go back for him. 
It's know? a common mistake. Children, Annie. goats, they look the same. They sound the same. They're both furry. Oh. You know, they both eat grass. Well, it was a it really good time. It was great weather for it. And you know what? I, I'm in the a holiday spirit now, except I'm over pumpkin spice. Mm, I haven't I had, had any pumpkin spice anything so far. I don't know what's what? wrong with me. Maybe it's because I'm poor. That could have something to do with it. But well, I digress. I made like seven batches of pumpkin spice cookies for like various friends and stuff. Mostly that Justin's does sound friends. like a lot, to be honest. Yeah. And like by the last batch, I wasn't even tasting them anymore. I was like, these are probably good. Ship them off, honey. Yep. Send them away. Ship Send them away. away. I don't know. What are your like? Do you like pumpkin spice or do you like making pumpkin spice things? No, I like it. I in general like it. Like the first sip of pumpkin spice in October mm-hmm. really puts you in the mood. Oh, like, yeah. I you're feel like, like it's, yeah, yeah, shit, it's, it's the fucking holiday now, honey. The season's mm-hmm. changing. The world is spinning. It's tilted. We're there. It's flat. It's flat, honey, flat. and it's tilted, honey. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's, uh, I like it then, but I overdid it this year. Mm-hmm. I've had pumpkin spice coffee every single morning for like two months now. Oh, girl. Because of my pumpkin spice creamer. Oh, see, and I just, yeah, I would, I would so get sick of pumpkin spice if I was drinking it every day. That's like, yeah. I would enjoy pumpkin spice if I had it like maybe a couple times a week, maybe. Uh-huh, that might be even uh, over, yeah. be overkill for way, me. Way, way overkill. Well, it's not like that you've done, done, you know, had an overkill moment with food before, you know. Um, you've never, you've never, never, Honey, never had that moment. Fish and milk. It wouldn't be a podcast if we didn't mention the fish and milk or phase. the yogurt the yogurt phase. Oh, oh my god the yogurt phase i was oh my god sometimes i wake up in the night craving yogurt with granola you and know? then you just you look you look you you turn over to your bedside table with your framed <laughs> picture of Jamie Lee Curtis <laughs> and you pick her up and you're like why why did you do this to me the ghost of Jamie Lee Curtis even though you're still alive but you're haunting me with your fucking activity your dreams why I just remember I fucking broke the fuck out like from eating I mean, that's yogurt, a lot of dairy like, for your small petite body so you probably wanted to overload was, I didn't even realize it was dairy you know sometimes I wish my mind you was know? as simple as yours you know <laughs> I just, wish I lived in blissful ignorance it's probiotics good for you I just Did imagine you, know you can have too much of a good thing you I I don't even know what to say to that I don't even I don't even know what to say what I imagine though is if someone would have murdered you in cold blood because this is what I do imagine I wake up in the middle of the night thinking that you've been murdered and you haven't so then it's it's a nightmare because you're still alive I digress basically what I imagine is if someone murdered you during your yogurt phase mm-hmm. and they opened up your stomach it would just be it it, it would just it would it would just spill out everywhere. Like No, it would have, be like the best stomach ever because all of all the probiotics and they'd be like, holy shit, did someone scrub this guy's colon with a toothbrush, honey? Because this I thing's mean, a slip and slide. Oh, isn't it always, though? Does, is, oh, it, is it really never? Well, with the sunflower oil I use, it kind of is. Oh, God. Anywho, speaking of too much of a good thing. Oh, 2018 saw a record growth in LGBTQ roles on television. And that's not too much of a good thing. That's a very good thing that should keep progressing. I think we need more of that. And congratulations to people actually realizing that we exist and have stories. Claps for you. Well, here are the stats. This is on The Verge. And I think, uh, yeah, it's from GLAAD's annual TV diversity report. Mm-hmm. So uh, record high this year, 8.8% out of 857 series regulars on broadcast television openly identified uh, 
on the gay, trans, or queer spectrum. Uh, For the first time, LGBTQ people of color outnumbered white LGBTQ characters on screen by 50 50 to 49%. So it's it's basically 50-50, but Mm -hmm. um, still good. Yeah, it's Uh, awesome. Glad counted 26 trans characters on TV, nine more than last year. Significant number of those comes from Pose. Yeah. Which has five new trans characters. Um, Netflix, it says, is still the best streaming platform for LGBTQ characters. It dominates Hulu, Amazon Prime. It has the, I think, only asexual character. It says Todd Chavez, Chavez on Bojack Horseman. Okay. A classic. I tried to watch that show. I didn't like it. I mean, I've heard that it's really funny, but it also makes you want to kill yourself. So I've been, I feel like I need to get better mentally before I can enjoy it. Yeah. The first episode was like super dark and I was like, I don't know if I'm in the mindset for this at this moment. Right. I feel like it's, I've heard it's super dark, but super good. But I like, I just, it's one of those things where I just haven't, I, if I jump into it, I have to jump into it, you know, full bodied. Does that make any sense? Full bodied, honey. Honey, throw your body on it, honey. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Full bodied hair, honey. Mm -hmm. Um, Now film, however... Not so great. Uh, filmmakers and producers are still failing to include LGBT characters in their work. The roles are often thin and seem like afterthoughts. So they did a 2018 film survey. Only 12.8% of 109 films included an LGBTQ character. That's down 18.4% last year. Mm. Um, and many of these roles they deemed, quote, insufficient. Uh, and so uh, TV's making progress. Film ain't. Is that the usual thing? Isn't it like TV usually is more progressive in, in you know, in social justice or whatever compared to movies? Is that I like, isn't know. that the usual pattern? I assume that it would be because TV is, is, well, I guess it's traditionally taken less time and less money to produce than like a, you know, billion million dollar blockbuster movie. And I'm sure there's like, there's less hands involved. There's less white old man hands involved. There's Ooh, still old honey. white man hands involved in TV, but white I'm assuming it's man hands, honey. I'm I'm sure there's a lot. Going? Oh yeah, honey, rub them all over me, mm-hmm. <laughs> like a TSA agent. Mm. Oh, honey. Um, but that makes sense to me. But yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, Pose was an amazing, amazing TV series on FX, and it's coming back for a second season, and I'm so excited because there's so many like trans women of color on there, and it was really, really well done. And I was like, wow, something by Ryan Murphy that I I don't want to turn off immediately. Hashtag American Horror Story. Um, come at me, girls. Uh-oh. It's bad now. Okay, the first couple seasons were good, but after Coven, it was downhill. Okay, sue me. Uh-oh. Anyways, um, sue but yeah, no, I'm not, not surprised, me, honey. You oh yeah, come nothing. after me. Come out. I mean, you come after Joe, you'll just get blocked. It's fine. You'll go- oh no. <laughs> um, hey, I mute people now. Thank you very much. Since uh, the mute the feature on Twitter is a godsend. I know it we've is. talked about this in before, but like it is just perfect in every way. It's delicious. It's a great feature. But did you hear that apparently they're they might get rid of like the like button on Twitter or something? It's like ooh. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. It sounds people are only tweeting now to get like. Oh yeah, and and that includes me. You oh, know? same. I, if, yeah. If there's sometimes I want to say something, but I'm like, oh, nobody's gonna like this shit, so I don't. And mm-hmm. so I kind of wish it were. Hey, it's a it's a diary that you can follow. You know, mm-hmm. it's like my live journal. Oh God, my live don't bring journal, that up. honey, honey. Today I drew a tear. <sighs> I wonder if oh, anyone's like like actually pitched their actual live journal account as a book. Oh, you know someone's done that. I and actually they've got horribly know rejected. of a YouTuber 
who has put their tweets in their book, and we will Ew. not discuss it. I, what's worse? What's worse? I'm your live journal there. from when you were 14 or your tweets now? Uh, Getting ooh, thrown into a book. I think, I don't know, probably my live journal's more well-written than my tweets. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the I older I get, the more stupid I become, so it's, the, you know, I probably could write better when I was 14 in the live journal. The less I, I tweet less and less lately, and I Insta stories more. Mm, she's moving platforms. I still platforms. love Twitter. She's shifting. Twitter and Insta stories are my gym jam, you know. Mm-hmm. Snapchat's well, out of here. Snapchat can go. I only use Snapchats for nudes. That's literally the only thing I use Snapchat for. It's like yeah. all these kids, all the kids like my age and like a little bit younger, like early 20s. I guess I'm I'm going to be mid 20s. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be... say, you know, like all the kids and then nudes in like the same. I mean, sentence. all the kids I, by that I mean over 18. Right. Obvi. I, 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 I don't know. It just like the young, the young adults, 18 to like 24 are all using Snapchat still. And like, I don't know. Every time I go on Snapchat, it's just like ads. It's like ads for like snap stories that I do, like celebrities I don't care about. It's like, what yeah, is they this? changed the app and it's, I don't, I hated it after they changed it. I was like, I would think I was over it before then, mm-hmm. but. Like the teens really do like it because uh, my friends who's a teacher, they uh, one of the kids like got a hold of like the what are the homecoming queen results and something like who got as many who got certain amount of votes and like Snapchatted it to everyone in the, the school election results. It was like drama. God. I was like, oh, my God, I am so fucking glad I didn't grow up in this Snapchat era. The Russians hacked the homecoming election. Yeah. Yep. You heard it here first. Well, I don't know. So here, here's another question. I mean, I, I enjoy Twitter. Like you enjoy Twitter. Yeah. I've Twitter's been around for a long time. I've used Twitter for a long time. If you had the ability to delete Twitter for just for any reason, if you, if you had a button on your desk that would delete Twitter and all the users forever, like Twitter's just gone and they all have to like go somewhere else, would you press that button? No, you wouldn't. Why? No, because I use it to say when I'm streaming. (laughs) (laughs) I use it to say, like, you know, shit like, I don't think anyone would come to my streams if I didn't post it on Twitter. Mm. But it would, it would, uh, it would, it would delete the president off of Twitter. Oh. Ooh. That's where, that's where I'm getting at. It's like, you do have to, I see, I was thinking selfishly. Well, of course you were. We understand uh, that. Obviously. Uh, <laughs> but like, yeah, you have your you have your selfish wants, but then it's like all the Nazis on Twitter that like Twitter won't like reprimand because they're stupid. They're too like they're caring about like, oh, we're going to get rid of the like button. It's like, how about you get rid of the open, you know, the Nazis on Twitter? Like, how about you do that instead? Like monitor your fucking platform. You know, you know what? If I had a button that would delete all social media, I think I would do it. Ooh, that would be simply good. because like, I don't know. I think Facebook's done. I still yeah, like, like I do I mean, not use Facebook anymore. Oh my God. Now that I've got friends with like kids and stuff in my personal life, like it's nice mm-hmm. to see pictures of that occasionally, but just like very occasionally. Like I don't want to see very too much. occasionally. But then I get like friends making super political posts and I've had to delete like everyone from Arkansas, basically. You know, it's just I mean, Arkansas should be deleted in general. I you know, can't, just delete them, I can't. delete them from the country if you can. And it's, I don't know, it's, it's a, I think we would all be a lot nicer to each other if social media didn't exist. And I think Mm -hmm. that we might have a different current president if social media didn't exist. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So if I could go like back in time and delete it, I for sure would. If I could turn back time and delete social media. Honey, let me just say, they were so fucking worried about her emails. And now that the Russians and Chinese 
have a hold of our president's personal fucking phone. Nobody gives a shit. So you know <laughs> they weren't really worried about her email. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's because she was a woman. It's because she was. Yeah, it was a variety of things. It was mm-hmm. hate. Love that. Honey. Well, this is this is a good opportunity to remind everyone. This is the last time I can tell you to vote on November 6th, if you need voter information or to figure out where your polling place is or if you can still register to vote or if you are registered to vote or your sample ballots, you can go to votesaveamerica.com. Um, it's on Tuesday, November 6th, next week, y'all. Um, get your ass out and vote. Get your friend out to vote um, because we need all the fucking votes we can get um, because this administration is horseshit. So good segue. There you go. VoteSaveAmerica.com. Last time I'm going to mention it because next podcast is going to be, um, we're going to be recording it either. Oh, and I can mail my ballot in in DC, I've realized. Yes, can... Queen. I mailed mine in last week. We have that in Montana. Um, I think a lot of states have, like some of them, you have to be sick or out of yeah. town to get one. Mm-hmm. But I think you can get one in DC for any reason. And you just get to print it off and fucking mail it. God bless. Yes. W- with ours, like you can request an absentee ballot. You don't have to have any reason, um, which is really nice, but it gets sent in the mail to us and then we have to fill it out and send it back. We don't get to like print it out. That would be amazing. Mm. I guess, I guess, you know, we're just on top of the technology. They just don't think that people in Montana have printers yet. I mean, printers are the actual devil. So I've had this, I've had a printer. Printers are just the worst. I'm not even going to, I'm, I would, if, if I had a bomb and I, I, instead of using it Uh-oh. on anyone, I would use it on my printer. That's what I have to, to have one because I print like Patreon labels. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, Mine only works like half the time. It's, it's gross. Speaking of going to vote. While you're going to vote, what do you think you'd like to drive? Oh, I've got a hint. Did you know? A wagon. A covered wagon, honey. A covered wagon. A lot of voters in a covered wagon, honey. Well, the thing is, is like, we only, we, so at the local general store, when I'm getting my, my water and my milk and my, um, my wagon wheels, um, that's where I have to submit my ballot for the president of the United States in 1886, which is the current year here in Montana. Um, so yeah, I do have to. I have to have to drive my covered wagon with my oxen to the general store to vote. So. Well, imagine this instead. Imagine mm. the future, where the future is a Toyota Tundra Pie Pro concept truck. I don't Let know what this means. Story. I don't know what words you said. It sounded straight to me, and I'm concerned. It was at the SEMA SEMA aftermarket trade show to re- meant to reflect future trends. So Toyota partnered with Trendy. Pizza Hut, and they made a mobile zero-emission vehicle that makes Pizza Hut pizzas. Wait, this reminds me of, like, that one episode of Black Mirror. Did you see that episode of Black Mirror? You know, do you, you know just, what I'm talking about? You have to describe the episode further. You can't just say that one episode of Black that, Mirror. That one? No, there was, like, there was an episode <laughs> of Black Mirror where, like, everything started because some guy, like, got ran over accidentally by an automatic pizza truck. What? Is that in the Hold new on. season? Hold on. Automatic. I only I don't know watched how to... the first episode of the new season. Hold on. An automatic pizza truck. Anyway, while well, you're finding season that. Four, season four of Black Mirror. Is that the new one? I don't know. I, I think I, that's I've only watched one. like three episodes of all of Black Mirror. Oh, someone already um, wrote an article about how this pizza truck that you're talking about is literally from Black Mirror. Okay. Someone's already done it for me. I don't even need to mention it. Well, let me explain it to you, honey. Okay. Okay. Uh, it is, Ray, removed the gas engine, replaced it with hydrogen fuel cell powertrain, which means the car's only fuel byproduct is potable water. Mm-hmm. It looks like a truck, but it's a pizza hut. 
It has robot arms that move the pizzas around. One puts the pizza on a conveyor belt and heats it up. The other one picks it up, cuts it, and boxes it up. This sounds like a nightmare. It's a pizza truck. <laughs> is that their is that their that's, logo? Is that is that's that the tagline, honey? Is that the ta- it's a pizza truck and it's just it's like someone shrugging. Truck. Eh? Eh? <laughs> Hey, I want one of these. I mean, they it says there's no indication it'll move beyond the concept thing. Most likely it was done just for marketing purposes. Oh, absolutely. But shoot, I mean, you know, robots making pizzas. I think the future's a nail in your in a truck. Oh god. Just strap me to the top and then I can just, you know, smell Pizza Hut while I'm, you know, they just getting... fling them back at you. Well, I just I, I don't trust an automatic vehicle with like arms like it just it sounds like that it's going to take me and try to turn me into a pizza, which I don't appreciate because oh it my probably God. didn't get my consent first. And that's the most important part. If I said yes, then it would be fine. Well, that but, reminds um, me. We watched this horror movie this week called Chopping Mall. Chopping that sounds mall. horrible. It was from the 80s, and it's about this mall that has, like, these high-security new technology robots that are supposed to protect it at night. Mm-hmm. But these teenagers, this group, well, they're, like, teenagers or else they're 30. I'm not even sure. It's never You explained. know, they're either teenagers or they're 30, and that that is, like, the absolute... Like yeah. definition of children in TV. Like you, you never basic. know. Yeah. And uh, they decide to sleep over in this furniture store overnight at the mall. Of course, lightning strikes the mall. The robots malfunction, kill all the teenagers, except like a couple of them. Okay. I thought that was the end of the movie. Uh, yeah. The robots okay. malfunction. And then like they have to try to, oh, the mall locks down. It like seals itself at night so they can't get out. They're oh. trapped in the mall until 6 a.m. with three killer robots. I mean, honey, if I was trapped in a mall, I would just go to the local pizza hut in the mall. It is like the most 80s movie you will ever see in your life. I mean, see, the thing with with, uh, movies like that is the town that I grew up in was so shitty that our mall shut down. So, like, I didn't have a mall to, like, go hang out at after school and high school like the mall was deserted the only thing that was in the mall was like like half of a dillard's and a hallmark card store which are like the cockroaches of retail they can (laughs) never die dillard's headquarters is in little rock arkansas excuse me i mean i don't know why they keep funneling money into helena montana because i think the dillard's had shut down as of recent just it's it's like it's like a wounded animal i mean malls are I mean, you remember like the, I mean, you don't remember. I don't even remember. But malls were like the fucking place. Yeah. Like, like in the even, 80s? I guess even when I was in like middle school and junior high, you know, mm. it was like, hey, let's all go to the mall on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Like, let's have our moms drop us off because obviously we couldn't drive yet. Ugh, I love um, I love a good mom drop off. But then, like, mall stores are sucky ass now. I mean, it's like Abercrombie. They're not well, doing good. Well, the thing is, is, like, why would, I, why would I... Gone. Oh, my God. Wet seal. Wet Throw seal. back and to they, wet seal. They closed down. R.I.P. Wet seal R. R. and, like, pack sun. Yeah. <sighs> They're well, the all is, just, is, like, like, failing. Why would you Why would you get dressed to go out of your house and go to the mall when you can just sit in your pajamas and order online and get it shipped to your house? Like, And you usually get to return stuff for free. Like, I just bought four pairs of jeans online, like, of different kinds, because I was like, like, they send you a bag to send back the other ones in. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, yeah, I'll just try them on at the fucking house and then get returned for the rest easy. of them. Yeah, fucking easy. I don't have it's to the leave. the internet age. Honey. The goddamn internet age. Well, uh, let's hopefully not get trapped in, in a mall. I saw 
a um, spooky movie over this weekend. And it was your favorite thing last week. And it was Halloween. And I... So I hadn't seen the original in a long time, but the night before, um, my roommate Maggie and I, we invited a friend over and we all carved pumpkins and we had the, I downloaded the original Halloween and we had it going in the background. So we were like half paying attention, but like enough where like, I, I remember, you know, the story and whatever. And the original Halloween is good. Oh, it it is a good movie. I love it. But it's also like kind of bad too, you know. Well, it, that, it, I feel like it's 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 bad in a good way. Like it was, it's, it's like, like all these yeah. all these horror movie tropes, but like they were like some of the first people to do it, you know. So it's like forgivable. In well, some and senses. it's like I feel like every single conversation in the movie, because it's like Jamie Lee Curtis's first thing ever. Yeah, and, oh you my know, god, half she's the so other beautiful. people in the movie did nothing, you know, forever. Mm-hmm. And it's not, I would say the acting is like not good. Oh, no. No, I'm not watching Halloween for the acting, honey. Well, the new I'm one watching... you are, though. The new one is like wham, bam, boom. Well, acting. that's the thing. It's like, um, wh- what was interesting is that, so I saw, I, I refreshed my memory. I watched the original Halloween, the first one, um, the night before. And then the next day, we went to a matinee of the new Halloween. And there were just like so many callbacks to the original. And it was so nice to have it like fresh in my mind from watching the original the night before. And it was just so good. Like I loved it. I haven't been that like into a horror movie in such a long time. And Jamie Lee Curtis is such a fucking badass in that movie. And like, she's just like, on edge the entire time and then like the ending was amazing i was just so into it like i understand completely why it was your favorite thing because it was just so good and i'm so happy i like got to see it yeah you saw it in like one of those big theaters too like not imax but like fake imax where it was like a really big screen and like loud and oh it was just it was perfect and like no one was at the theater too because we went like at 1 p.m on like a thursday so it was nice. It was really good. I'm uh, glad you I just, liked it. I, I want to marry Jamie so Lee Curtis good. and I want her to like, I, I want to like visit her house and, and see a bunch of traps everywhere, even though that's that's only a character Whoa. that she played. Whoa. Whoa. I just, I just want to, I want to make love to Jamie Lee Curtis. Whoa. Whoa. That's what I'm trying to say. Whoa. Whoa. I mean, at least she'd be regular. So uh, I am <laughs> excluding myself from this conversation. <laughs> Speaking of things that are horrifying, um, I just I found out right before the podcast that Joe's apartment is not a no shoe household as of like a day ago. But now it is. Well, see, okay, explain. Okay, this is (laughs) get the notes out. (laughs) So Justin came home yesterday and he had some dog poo on his shoe. Mm -hmm. And of course, which is an unforgivable sin. This well, this is the second time it's happened. Okay. Oh, this, this is the, second the first time, he's time? It into the house, and I totally get it. Like, there's nowhere to sit by our door to take off your shoes, and he mm. has like work shoes. They're like work boots because if he has to go like on site or something, you know, they're like not this is walking shoes around you, shoes. Yeah, you yeah. can't like just pull them off with your other shoe. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to sit down to take these shoes off. So he usually walks to like the bedroom or somewhere in the living room to take them off. Well, today he apparently or yesterday he apparently walked to the bedroom and there was like shit all over the rug mm-hmm. and um i had to i turned into my mom and now we have a no shoes in the house rule well i i applaud you for that and i feel like that is the the only way to live is well, we're a getting no shoes household see it's it's just a it's nothing it's something that he's done forever you know just wears his shoes and in my mind i'm like you know we live in a city and it's disgusting and yeah, like cities people are gross. don't pick You're up trash shit everywhere actual shit 
people don't fucking pick up after their dogs. And it's like so fucking disgusting. Like every time you walk out, you don't know what's on your shoe. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I like fucking grabbed the carpet and like vacuumed because I'm really anal about it. And I mean, dog shit. It can like make you sick, you know? It's bad. Yeah. And it smells gross. And and you don't even know uh, whose dog it is. It's not even Piggy. We're going to we're getting him a bench. A, so we already have a shoe holder thingy, mm-hmm. but now we're going to get one with like a built-in bench by the door. Ooh, so take fancy. off his shoes by the door. We're going to try to break this habit. Break it down, girl. Well, but the thing he is, felt is, bad and you well, know, obvi. Yeah, it was. Well, I mean, you had you had to resolve the entire apartment and get your hazmat suit yeah. on, and which the whole he would nine. he would have done that. I just you know I don't. You, mind you wanted to that. do it so you knew that it was done. You That's know? true. And I don't I don't mind cleaning. It's just mm-hmm. I would rather not clean up dog poop. Right. But it was not it was not that big of a deal. It was just like it was one of those moments in my life where shoes were never allowed in our house growing mm-hmm. up. And yes. I realized that I was like my mom. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it was one of those like I under I get it now, mom. I get right. it. Yeah, exactly. And uh, that's the point that I was going to make is that my household was very much a no shoe household. Um, yeah. it, it's gotten, I feel like it's a little more lenient now being that the kids, like we don't live at our parents' house anymore, but like, yeah, it is just an automatic thing where like, you know, when, when I get there and it, like, even if I have like a suitcase or something, the first thing I do when I walk in the door is like, we have a little place for our shoes and it's, it's like wood. It's like, it, it feels like it's, it's, it's just the way that I grew up and it was so interesting when I was a kid going to my friend's houses in like middle school or, or, you know, elementary school and they're all walking around with their shoes on in the house on carpet. And it was like no big deal. And I would always, doesn't matter what house I was at. I would always take my shoes off. You and like some... slip them off and then slip on those like Japanese house shoes. Oh, I like... wish I, I have a pair of house shoes now. I bought, I bought a pair of like, well, I this is kind of off topic, but wow. when I was in Portland, my sister's boyfriend works for a marketing company that works for Adidas, and we had access to like an employee store, and everything was fifty percent off. And so I bought some like actually my mother bought me some um like slip on Adidas sandals that were like like fifteen dollars. <laughs> so wow, I'm, those those are my house privilege. Shoes. I You're know. A, I'm so check privileged. your Adidas privilege, hunty. I know, right? But it's weird because like it, Portland is like a whole. It's like a. It's a Nike city, and there's. I don't. It's, it's very straight. I don't understand shoe culture. Anyways, um, we were a a total take your shoes off when you go in the house household. And when I was, oh, I was like maybe four or five years ago. I had a situation where I realized why it's it. You should have a no shoe household. And I was like in a, in my yard of like my old place when I was living alone. And I walked inside. It was like at night and I had tracked dog shit into my house. Mm. And I was like, I was going to my room to grab something. And so I didn't think of like taking my shoes off. And I just tracked it all the way to my room. Oh, and no. I had to, I was like, this is why, this is why you always take your shoes off at the door, no matter what you're doing, because this is the sort of shit that happens. So it just ingrained in my mind. I was like, I, my mom told me. When I was younger, no shoe household. And this is why I have concrete reason why this is the way to do things. And so it I always take like my shoes off. The first thing I whispered to Justin while we were walking into my parents' house when we made it to Arkansas a couple weekends ago, take I was like, shoes off. take off your shoes. You got to take off your shoes. <laughs> and that's Make a good impression. Make a good impression. <laughs> Oh my god! But, Let us know what uh, listeners if you have a no shoe, no sh- no shoe, no shoe household, and why or why not? Or did you just grow up that way? Let Sam curious. know because I don't Let care. Let me know. 
<laughs> Joe's, let Joe know so he can mute you on Twitter. No, I, ca- I care. I care about your household and your shoes. Mm-hmm, I do sure. love those little uh, Japanese shoe cubbies. Like, oh, we yeah, have a so shoe cute. rack, but mm-hmm. like, it's, we're getting, when a, like, it's a double shoe rack with a bench on top of it. Right now, we just have a double shoe rack. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's nice, but I just want a little cubby. Although, I don't think Justin's boots would fit into the cubby holes. Mm hmm. Well, you know, we have like a, we have a closet right next to right when we go into our apartment, we have a closet right next door that we sometimes put our shoes in. But like when you walk into our apartment, it's like it's tiled, it's linoleum um, and it's the kitchen. And so like you have to walk like five steps before you're on carpet. And so we have like a little wiggle room of like walking around a little bit in the kitchen, which is better than walking on carpet. Nothing is worse than getting dog shit out of carpet. Well, yeah, we've got all hardwood, but we've got a big rug down in the bedroom. Mm, Yep. Yep. The dog shit got on and I was like, "Mm -mm. Mm -mm, no, Mm -mm. ma'am. No, no, ma'am. So no shoe household for both Joe and I. And it's going to stay that way for the rest of our lives, it seems, because that is the right way to do no shoe no fem. <laughs> no shoe, no fem. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Get those tank tops made. God. Well, God. we know that's Wait, what our are they least... usually? No fem, no... No, oh, no, no fem, fem, no fat, no Asian? Oh, my God. Is, that's a, Those are fucking real. No God. rice, no fem. Anyways. Get out. Aren't gays the worst? Ugh, men. Men. Speaking of things we uh, like, which are men, but we also hate, but also like probably more than men, here's our favorite things, I guess. These are if you favorite things. The worst transition I've ever done into favorite the things. the worst segue ever. <laughs> absolute worst. So, Jeff. So, oh. Uh, no, I'm asking you what oh your fucking favorite thing is this week. God damn it. So, my favorite thing is a Halloween cartoon. Uh, my mom. Is it the one with Frosty the Snowman? Is he in a Halloween cartoon? No. <laughs> I do love that Christmas cartoon, though. I know. Me, too. Uh, it's the Bugs Bunny Halloween special. You can find it in your local Walmart's Borgen bin for DVDs. <laughs> my mom accidentally, my mom accidentally bought it twice, two years in a row. So I took one with me this past mm-hmm. time, uh, when I was down there and it, I love it. It's like a, uh, you know, a Bugs Bunny Halloween special. It's just like the name says, but Is I it we old? would watch Is it, it new. Well, we would watch it on VHS growing up. And I learned this year because there are some like growing up. I'm a a little more discerning now. I can pick out things. And Mm -hmm. uh, I was like, some of these scenes don't seem like they fit together. And Justin was like, yeah, this is probably like pieces of various cartoons over the years, like put together to make this one storyline. And I was like, what? And apparently that shit happens. They put Mm -hmm. together different like from different decades even uh like to make Bugs it like bunny to make a new story essentially yeah and so I, like and it, it fits together it's a perfect story like it the whole thing fits together but it's from totally different cartoons and i was like this is crazy man mm-hmm. and so uh that blew my mind but it also brought back so many memories it's really cute it's uh but it the main characters are bugs bunny and witch hazel she's the witch in looney tunes mm. and uh it's a hoot, you know, it's a hoot good. and a holler. It's a hoot and a holler. Brought back some memories. How they got a whole Jekyll, Mr. Hyde situation with, uh, you know, Tweety and Sylvester. It's a hoot, you know. I haven't watched like a Bugs Bunny cartoon in years. Well, you know, they sometimes they have to put disclaimers on them, like the really old ones. Mm-hmm, the ones that were bitter racist. Yeah, they'll be like, <laughs> this is a product of its time. Wink, yeah, wink. It's, and wink, it's wink. like, ooh. Ooh, yikes. This goes back to like my founding father's rant, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, honey. I remember oh, honey. that. 
Oh, honey. It wasn't too long ago where, where we heard it that. It was a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> it was one it's week ago. It's like only yesterday. Only yesterday. Uh, so that's my favorite thing is remembering my Halloween specials. Were there are there any other Halloween specials that you can remember from? Was wasn't there like a Charlie Brown one that's really popular? Uh, it's I the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown. That's a good oh, that's, one. That's the one. Yeah. Uh, and then there's three Winnie the Pooh ones. We have them on VHS, but I haven't watched them probably in a few years. But they're pretty good. I haven't. I have not seen those. And then um, that's it. I, I mean, my mom watches Nightmare Before Christmas. Like she DVRs it every single time it's on TV, even though we have the DVD of it. I don't understand. Does she not understand that you can replay DVDs? I don't anytime, know. Anywhere? I have no idea. It's on the DVR like five times. Oh, so Mama Birdsong. I just, I think she just doesn't want to get up to get the DVD. She just, she like, has the TV locked to ABC Family and like <laughs> cannot change the channel for like the I next mean, month and a half. There's a good chance. There's a good chance. Oh, and uh, I think, Hocus Pocus, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Brocus, gro- Hocus Crocus. Um, we watch that every year. We have a we have a big um, we have a a poster for Hocus Pocus that we have framed in our wow. <laughs> in our living Hardcore. room. Hardcore. Wait, are you gay, Hardcore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the tell. It's me having the giant Hocus Pocus uh, poster framed in my living room. And um, then uh, over the garden wall, which I think is a new classic. Yeah, Did is that is it? that I I haven't, but I feel like if if it's if it's like autumn themed, maybe this is the perfect time of year I should watch it for the first time. It's really good. I've like, only heard is, good things. Yeah, it, I guess been several years since it's came it's, since it's come out, but it was just a mini series that Cartoon Network I think released, mm-hmm. and um, it's Elijah. Is it Elijah Wood's voice? Is that the, I think is he so. the Hobbit guy? He's the he's the hobo. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think it's his voice, and then um some other voices as well mm, other voices uh i need honey. some voices just just to distract me from the ones that are inside Lots of my head of voices honey so uh halloween recommendations is that the new jingle recommendations it's cheese of the week i was just gonna say well if that's the recommendation then what the fuck is your cheese of the week i don't know i made some those cheddar biscuits didn't you make those last week though did you make more no, I didn't make more. Are they hockey pucks by now or or are they still I ate, fresh? I ate 11 biscuits in like two days, okay? So I'm not uh, proud of it. Oh, I had honey. to take a modium, okay? So <laughs> deal with it, okay? Oh my God. Talk about a bread bowl. Honey? That's your colon, honey. <laughs> oh, honey. You know what though? I didn't know this. Don't do this. You don't know a lot of things. I'm but... not a doctor, but I was reading <laughs> that like some gay guys will take Imodium, like if they know they're going to get boinked the next day. Yeah, I've heard that. I don't and understand it, like, that concept. Well, Imodium like slows down your smooth muscle, which is, you know, your booty hole. Your mm-hmm. th- what pushes the girl. That's out. a booty hole. And so I don't like. I don't know, man. I'm, I haven't tried it, but I do well, know it, that two days after I take Imodium, I have the absolute best poo. In the entire world. It is powerful. It is. Mm. It is ort. <laughs> it is. A, is, a, is it a no wipe situation? Well, sometimes. But it's mm-hmm. just like, I mean, one piece. One piece from the length of like your fist to your elbow, honey. Curled up like well, a snake, honey, down there. Ready Imodium, to strike. Imodium doesn't have like. Oh, sorry, I'm gassy. Imodium doesn't have like fiber in it. It's like it uses chemicals to slow, slow down your smooth muscle, right? Like you were saying. I don't know. I think so. I don't because think like it's a fiber in, insoluble fiber does the same thing in the 
like it's it's an anti-diarrheal in in which it like it bulks up your stool it makes it so that like you have less liquid in your stool which is diarrhea right so i guess they both achieve the same thing in different ways well because sure. like you hear about you hear about bottoms like taking like like bulking up their fiber before they get boinked sometimes right uh yeah i would think that would help so i i guess this is i guess the emodium is like the same it achieves the same effect i don't know let me tell you what i take honey i take some sunflower oil and i just go for it honey (laughs) no you take a laxative right before you bought them no no just just for the thrill just just for the anxious like "Mm, don't take laxatives before ever Okay. I don't think I've. I've. I. I think there's like a witch's brew down there. If you take a laxative, I know that's me. Like on a daily basis. I know. Like you need some emodium, honey. I need some emodium, honey. All I want for Christmas, some emodium, honey. That's what I need, honey. Stocking stuffer for the ravioli family. Stocking stuffer so I can get my stocking stuffed. Honey. 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 I'm going to get fired from this job I just got. Anywho, what's your favorite (laughs) thing this week? My favorite thing is an album, not by Robin. Oh, (laughs) I haven't even listened to it. Okay, here, I'm going to, I don't, I've only listened to it all the way through once. And it's good. It's art. But it's like a fine wine. It's something that you drink alone or like you you drink at a fancy gathering. It's not something you party on. Like it's not it's you you, you aren't going to jam out to the new Robin album, but it's good. It's like it's good music. It's just something that like I'm not going to turn on in the car or when I when I want to get hyped. Really, there's like a couple songs that are pretty like, you know that are jams but i feel like the the new robin album is like a it's like a sophisticated fine wine that you drink like alone in your bedroom when you want to be sad um anyways the the one the party album that i'm into right now is called super sunset by ali x who i've talked about before i think that um she's had this thing over the past like four or five months where she's had this album in the works it's only like eight songs and she's released like every song as a monthly single over the past like five or six um months i guess not every song but like 90 percent of the songs she's already released and so this is like the album that all the songs are on and it's all you know together and cohesive in one you know beautiful little album but yeah um i've i've been stoked on ali x's music for a long time and her album came out which is literally just all the songs that were singles the past few months which is fine because we all got to kind of enjoy them with like a slow burn but the song that i'm enjoying the most on Super Sunset was her latest single, which is called Girl of the Year, and it is a fucking jam. Um, and I recommend everyone listen to it. Look up Girl of the Year on um, on YouTube or on your Spotify, Google Play, Apple Music, whatever, um, and check it out because it is... It, they're jams like this is the, it's the electropop jam that i like want because i'm reminiscing about like robin 10 years ago but then when i'm sad and depressed i go to like new robin because she has like wisdom to tell me in her new album oh but yeah super God. sunset by ali x it's super good it's like kind of it, it's a mix of like newish with 80s retro synths um it's just it's kind of a hodgepodge of different electronica on this album but there's a bunch of jams science um, which is a single that um, I think was one of my favorite things a couple uh, months ago is on it. Girl of the Year, which is um, my favorite thing now. Um, Not so bad in L.A. Focus. There, there's a lot of really good jams on this. Uh, it's only it's only eight um, songs on this album, and most of them have already been released. But this is kind of like the compilation of of what she's been working on the past you know half a year or so. So I recommend it. Um, it's really good if you need some like some nice car electropop jams or something to like get hyped to while you're doing the dishes. 
or some shit, I recommend Super Sunset by Allie X, and you can find it where all fine streaming music is sold. Also, you could probably buy the physical album on our website or whatever, but I recommend it. It's good electropop jams that um, in I'm in much need of right now. So Wow. Well, I'll have to... Ta-da. Maybe check it out when I'm ready. Maybe. I've seen a mm-hmm. lot of uh, like friends will post Allie X that they're listening mm-hmm. to her on like their Insta stories and stuff. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. One of these days, maybe you'll jump in. But one no of pressure. these days, you got to be in the right mood, honey. Maybe I'll jump in. I basically just listen to the Amelie soundtrack while I'm like doing anything in the house. Color me not surprised. The Amelie soundtrack and the Stardew Valley soundtrack. I mean, at least you're not listening to Luna. That's all that matters. I don't stand Luna. Come at me. I don't stand Luna either. Yep, come at you me used, too. I feel like you did for a day. I did for a day. Well, I, I was standing Luna when like when they hadn't come out with anything yet. It was just like the subgroups. I was. Yeah. I still stand Kim Lip. I love Kim Lip, but she's like the only one. All the other ones, Samsung Galaxy. I don't know their names. Um, but yeah. What? <laughs> I do love. I like the Odd Eye Circle. Uh, yeah, group. I do. I like Odd Eye Circle. But yeah, that, I, that's what I'm I am, talking about. I haven't been able to get into them. I didn't like Mm-mm. any of their like group release stuff. But nope. I mean, if you stand Luna, stand. That's fine. Stand Luna. Mm-hmm. But that's I. Okay. But, but, but don't, don't come at me. Okay. Force your beliefs on me, honey. Exactly. Don't be religion. We already had a religion talk. Just oh, apply, Lord, honey. Just uh, just replace everything we talked about with religion last year or not last year, last week with K-pop. And then it'll it's exactly the same. Just exactly exactly the same message. Just don't force it. I don't remember what the message was last week. It's all it's all an angry, fuel raged blur. I just don't really like the word stan. I don't know if I've ever really stand mm-hmm. like with, with with the current definition of it. And I don't mm-hmm. understand it. I don't understand. (laughs) I don't know. It's just, it's just, uh, I can't imagine being that obsessed with something that you like start fights about it. Do you know what I mean? Well, the thing is, the thing is, is like, I, I only, like, when you say someone is a stan of something, this is the immediate image that pops into my mind. Their Twitter account is a is the profile picture isn't of them. It's of the thing that they stand. And the the Twitter name is has something to do with the thing that they stand. They're probably gay. They're probably a twink. They're probably from Brazil. Um, that's it. Yeah, I just that's it. Those are stands. They're always I Brazilian just, twinks. Well, I just I just imagine like like stand culture is not it's fan times a hundred. Yeah, know it's what I like mean? fandom it's gone like too far. Fighting for these people you've never met before, or if maybe you've met them at like a handshake ceremony mm-hmm. or something, you know. And it's it's just it's bizarre. It's, but it's, I've never uh, been it's their, someone. It's they, yeah, I've never like idolized celebrities and stuff. And I'll have friends who will be like, "Oh, one time I met blah 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 at a bar. I ran into them and they said hi to me." And I'm like, "I don't care." Okay. I don't care. All I don't. Right. I don't want to meet the people I see on TV. Right. I. I don't want. I don't want the facade to go away. I want to like have this image of them in my brain. I don't want to like. I don't want it to be ruined. Yeah. Well, and also like, I'm not sure I'd be friends with half the people I watch. You know. Right. I exactly. Really, I don't really like most of their personalities, to be honest. Well, that's <laughs> that on that. <laughs> and that's that on that. And that's that on that. Well, good favorite things. Good favorite things, Allie X and whatever mine was. Bugs Bunny Halloween special. <laughs> Allie X and looks at hand. Uh, looks at Bugs hand. Bunny. Yeah. Oh, and okay. uh, we have a question. Oh, we do? Oh. In the form of an electronic mail. Do, 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 do. Oh, e, oh, e. 
Is that a modem? Yeah. Hello, you're now connected to the internet. Hello, this You've is You've got Amelie. mail. You've got mail, I am Amelie. A modem? More like a modium. Huh? Uh, Hi, Sam and Joe, longtime listener and one time <laughs> question <laughs> submitter. No one's here. ever going to write into us ever again. No, that's it. Uh, coming at you guys with another question during these times of really scarce questions. So recently, I've been having the worst luck with finding a job, lots of interviews, but they always come at me with the you're great, but we've decided dot 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 bullshit. So I got into all this new YouTube content that some of the creators are putting out. And to be honest, I was kind of disappointed, especially with one creator with a questionable past that tries to redeem some YouTubers that have done not so great things. My questions are one, what is your opinion on these new redeeming series that keep popping out? Two, what is some other trash that you are watching when you go through a shitty time? Love always and thanks for making my bus rides bearable with your podcast. Have a nice day, Sergio. He put well, how to pronounce his name, too. So thank you, Sergio. Thank you, Sergio, because I am stupid. You can just say Shane Dawson. It's OK. Well, is can, that what you, we're talking? About? I don't I don't I don't know I don't of know. any other YouTuber right now that's doing a redemption series. that isn't Shane Dawson. Like, is you it can a just redemption series? Is he doing well, something on Logan or Jake or what are their well, names? He, yeah. So he's he did a he started this series with like Tana Montague or whatever after TanaCon, which was like this huge, like self-destructive, bad situation. Oh, and I then remember, yeah. and then he did a series on Jeffree Star and Jeffree Star has had like a questionable past about like saying racist things to people. And then Logan Paul. I, I haven't watched the Logan Paul thing because I don't support anything about Logan Paul ever because I don't I don't support straight people. First off, um, sure. but yeah, I don't know anything about the Logan, but I know Logan Paul's a piece of shit, but, and I'm not, I don't need anyone like telling me to like that he's redeemable because I just don't care enough to like have a redemption arc for him. But like Shane Dawson's the only YouTuber right now that I know of. Maybe I'm not immersed in redemption docu-series culture <laughs> on YouTube, which is a very niche place on YouTube, I guess. But yeah, I, I'm assuming this is what Sergey's talking about. Have you, I've, obviously it sounds like you're not very familiar with this. So I'm assuming you haven't seen any of this stuff. No, I literally, people will ask me questions about like, who do I watch on YouTube, blah, 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 all the time. And I'm like, I don't. It Mm -hmm. makes me sad. I get really (laughs) sad. And I can't stand it. And I don't understand why people watch all of these horrible fucking people because mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. are horrible fucking people. <laughs> and it the horrible makes people's me coming from sad. inside the house. It's literally not quality anything. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I just don't, I don't under, it, it boggles the mind what parts of things appeal to me. Like when I watch mm-hmm. a Shane Dawson video or like, well, not, a, I don't even know if I've ever seen one besides like a couple and it was like five years ago. Yeah. But when it's I totally see like now. a, a who's the one who got into the controversy in Japan? Whatever. I, I think that is. that was it was either Jake or Logan Paul, one of the I two was, boys. I watched a couple of his around that time just to like see what was going on. And I was like, what part of this is appealing? What right. fucking it's, part it's of this is mind boggling, right? I couldn't I couldn't fathom it. I couldn't fathom mm-hmm. it. So uh I I steer clear of it. This is not my YouTube. It is my vessel for my content. But it is Mm -hmm. not my vessel to watch anything other than like K-pop music videos and K-pop live performances. Mm -hmm. And that's it, really. 
I just in Mary Berry compilation videos. Mary Berry, um, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, like that—that's the thing. Is like a lot of people, you know, go to YouTube for drama, and like I love me some drama, but like I—I I can't imagine if like that was my entire YouTube feed every day. Like I like I like hearing about some drama like once every like once a month maybe, but my YouTube feed is like stuff I enjoy, like stuff that makes me happy, not stuff that like gets me riled up. Usually, it's like probably fifty percent. Um, like food YouTubers and 50% like technology YouTubers. Like it's completely like the opposite end of drama social media YouTube. I feel like I'm too old for that. I don't see the appeal in it. I don't care about, you know, YouTube tweens. Like I, I know who Jojo Siwa is. I don't care about her. Oh my God. You know? I see her on so many things in the Target Kids section. She owns the Target Kids section. I she was is like so the queen of Target Kids. I was like, because you yeah, know that's where I shop. She's a blogger now. I think she like came from Nickelodeon or something. I don't know. I don't care. Oh, I thought she Good started for her. there. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to know. I don't care. But like, see, the thing know. is, is like YouTube can be what you want it to be. There's so much content on YouTube. But right, like, that's I have true. my. I have my own little bubble that I stick in, that I I stay into because it's content that makes me happy. It's content that's informative. It's stuff that I really enjoy. And I don't like, I don't like watching content that makes me like sad or like, I don't know, like I'm gay. I love drama, but there's only so much that I can take. I don't, if my entire social media feed and everything on YouTube was just drama, 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 I'd be a really shitty person and I'd feel really shitty too. So I don't usually like gravitate towards those, that type of content. You know, I don't seek it out, you know, and a lot of people do. And it's like, okay, whatever floats your boat, bitch. But I'd rather watch someone like fry a whole turkey and talk about the science of it. Like, I don't know, maybe I'm just a weird case scenario, but you know, who knows? Wow, you're so quirky. I'm so quirky. I just want to like fry a whole turkey, you know? Yeah, I only watch, I guess I only watch K-pop and baking. And I kind of steer, I I don't even watch like the popular bakers either. I like go out of my way to find Mm -hmm. someone who doesn't have as many views like, I want it to look like it's my grandma who filmed with her camera on her phone. Oh, absolutely. That's why I love, oh my God, the first thing I do every single morning is watch Nancy Birth Whistle's Instagram video of the day. She made, that she's the winner of her season of uh, Great British Bake Off. Mm-hmm. And she makes the best fucking, like, just how to do shit videos. Mm-hmm. And uh, she always puts like the full recipes on her website and stuff. And let me tell you, she's in Barbados right now. I guess she's on like a family vacation. And Honey is living it up in Barbados. Yes, queen. Her, her Insta stories. She was like talking about teaching her granddaughter how to use Instagram. And I was like, yes, queen. You know, it's you know, it's hot shit when the grandma's teaching the younger one how to use Instagram. Honey, she is sharp and she is a queen. I love her so much. Her and Jonathan Van Ness from Queer Eye, like, Mm -hmm. are always leaving comments to each other. I love JVN. Jonathan Van Ness is an icon. Love it. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. She's one of my other favorite things of the week. I mean, she could be your favorite thing every week. Every week. Nancy, she follows me on Twitter. Ah, well, does she listen to the podcast? Probably not. She probably has you muted on Twitter. Nancy, (laughs) please. Nancy, please. 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 I need please, I need Nancy. your touch. Please. What was Her the question? And, oh, uh, what's your opinion on these things? And then also, what is some other we answered the first part. What is some other okay. trash that you are watching when you go through a shitty time? I mean, I don't know. Like I, I kinda watch the same shit. It doesn't matter what mood I'm in. I like, watch Amelie usually... literally almost daily. Mm-hmm. 
And like if I were uh, to go to my YouTube right now and just go through my feed, like it wouldn't be interesting. I think it would be the exact see, stuff that I was talking about. Like the question stuff. is, though, what is some other trash you watch? I don't really watch trash. Do you know what I mean? <sighs> yeah. Like, like I like, don't, our, I block it out. If videos trash, like. It makes me sad. I block mm-hmm. it out. I watch. Yeah. Only things that are like gonna benefit my mental health, like ASMR or Nancy cooking, or mm-hmm. you know, that's it. Yeah, all my shit is like food or food, travel, tech. Um, I'm subscribed to Doctor Pimple Popper, but I haven't watched her stuff in a long time. Oh, well, there's your trash. Sometimes I watch that when I'm down, you know. Oh, sure. I'm subscribed to the Wendy Williams. Um, oh, okay. YouTube series, there's but I haven't trash. watched her in like a year. I need to unsubscribe, honestly. I don't I don't watch her ever. I never click on her videos. I guess we all have our trash that we watch. Mm-hmm. I can't think of any that I, I only watch amazing things, you know? Well, like, I don't know. I don't really watch trash YouTubers. If I go through, like, my... Like, I, I'm not really w- watching any trash TV at the moment. Like, I used to watch Vampire Diaries, which is pretty trash TV. Um, I don't watch Riverdale. I've heard people... I know you've watched Riverdale, oh, but I don't know if you describe that, that be, as trash TV. That could be my trash. Well... I haven't... Have you watched any of quality. the new Sabrina? I've heard the new Sabrina is very much kind of like... I mean, it's, isn't it, like, literally in the, the Riverdale universe? It's the universe? Riverdale universe, I believe. But it's not... Mm. It's hashtag not my Sabrina. Okay? Hashtag... My hashtag Sabrina... N- was a fun, lighthearted witch from the 90s or early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Who had a talking that cat was. that was a puppet. She had a puppet for a cat. She cast her spells, got her into all sorts of funny hijinks. Funny mischief. She had two quirky aunts, Hilda and Zelda. I am still not convinced that they weren't actually lesbian lovers. They were sisters. I mean, that's what they told us. But if okay. you read between the lines, Joseph. Uh, okay. LGBT that's rats. Not my Hilda and Zelda, honey. <laughs> not, my Hilda not my Hilda. Hilda. <laughs> no, but I, it's supposed to be, the new one's supposed to be like mega dark. And quite yeah, frankly. Like they literally worship Satan in the new one, allegedly. Which I'm like Riverdale, into, but I was like, I don't know. Riverdale like jumped the fucking shark. It... I, I could, there came, it came a point in Riverdale where I absolutely couldn't anymore. Mm-hmm. That was much. me with like vampire. Like, that's how you know when it's trash TV and you're, when you're like, I have to stop this for my own sanity. I have to just, it's time to stop. It's just time to get off the train. Well, like when a, know? when a show that's already ridiculous, like takes it even further, it, like that's when you know that it's like, you can only handle a certain amount of ridiculous, you know, right. until you're like, okay, I can't, I can't suspend this belief anymore that this mm-hmm. could happen. It's absolutely impossible, and I'm not attached anymore. You right. know, that was that was me with um, How to Get Away with Murder, which Ooh, I don't murder. watch anymore. But they like they killed off one of the black guys, and they replaced him with another black guy. And like, I was like, are we not supposed to notice? Uh oh. Anyways. It was a mess. I got off that train like last year and I've been better for it. So I guess that's the kind of trash we watch. It's not on YouTube. It's just trash TV like old women. Like, oh, what? I don't, don't like old old women watch trash TV like Dr. Phil. Like my oh, mom watches Dr. Phil. I have no, I, I've never seen Dr. Phil. Except You're, I think uh, I saw the episode with Lindsay Lohan's mom. Oh, I saw, I saw the one with Shelly Duvall. Who's Shelly Duvall? It was like really exploitative. You know what? Shelly, hello, oh. I'm Shelly Duvall. Hello, I'm Shelly Duvall. Hello. I'm Shelly Duvall. She was the, the oh, girl in The Shining. She's in The Shining. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, and she like she like had a mental break, and like Dr. Phil exploited her on live television, and it was not a good situation. Aww. Anyways, we're running. We're we're running over time. Okay. There's so many things yeah. we wanted to talk about this week. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you to Serge you for the question. We of course need more questions. Uh, feel free to send them to us. Sam lets you know how to get hold of us in the outro. Happy mm-hmm. Halloween day after mm-hmm. Halloween. I hope you are all well. Be safe. It's too late to tell you that. But, get that uh, discount candy. Get oh, that yeah. discount candy. Get the discount candy. We will have a bonus episode for you lovely Patreon patrons this weekend. And the next week we'll be back for everybody with another episode. Well, that sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus audio clips, music downloads, handwritten letters from Sam and me, or the opportunity to get interviewed in an episode of the show. Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with questions or comments or leave Leave us a message on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe. And if we like what we hear, we may play your message in a future show. That number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to... Alex P. Alex S. Allison B. Brian H. Carolyn A. Darren C. Fabian P. Feliciano D. Julian S. Justin. Kevin V. Kylon C. Lindsay C. Marianne J. Max S. Megan N. Michael C. Mike B. Nicholas M. Nikki Q. Pablo F. Rebecca D. Scott A. Vincent L. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The The Show. Show.